welcome to Happy Home with Dan and Latang. Uh, we are a real estate couple that focuses on faith, family, and financial freedom. So today's episode eight, and we're going to talk about the hard truth about what it really takes to get started into real estate. Um, I think you and I have been talking recently about we reminisce often about where we've come from and things that we've learned and different projects and things that we've done all these years because it just helps us to remember, even in the frustrations now, okay, we've been through all of these steps before, we can do it again. So in reminiscing with that and with talking with others around us, obviously we have conversations all the time with people all over the place of you know, people that are in real estate, people that want to get in real estate, people that have tried it and they're just not in it or not interested about, well, always asking our insight, always just having a conversation. Or in a lot, we do get people, you know, asking our thoughts, our opinions, which is what we love to do. We love to talk about it. That's why we're here with Happy Home. We want to give back some of the knowledge that we've learned. Um, But there's also moments that that gets frustrating because people want to ask, but then there's no action after you have a conversation. And rather than them saying, you know what, I appreciate your insight, or I'm glad we had the conversation, I don't really want to do that. They act like they do, and they keep asking questions, but there's still never any action put to the conversation after the fact. I think part of that starts with, Essentially, they want the freedom. They want what we have and what we've done. But some of the frustration on our side is people really, truly don't know what it took yeah. to get to where we're at. You know, we've heard the saying, oh, it must be nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, things like that. And, and it is nice. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. It is extremely nice. I've enjoyed, you know, where we've gotten to. But it is a frustration. And, um, you know, I'm going to re- uh, refer to Ash Patel when I went to that mastermind. You know, one of the things that he said, we brought, I brought Hayden with me when I went. And it was right after lunch. And Ash came and sat down. And he looked at Hayden. He goes like, "What? What do you want? What? What? What are you expecting to get and everything else?" And one of the things that he looked at Hayden, seventeen years old, and said that was really cool to me, is he said, "Look," he said, "Maybe what you need to do, or what what you need to do, is go find a mentor, find somebody, and then ask them what can I do to help you." And he said, and he, he referred to a kid that was sitting behind him. He goes, that's what he did. And he said it was almost uncomfortable because he was like, no, Ash, I, what, what do you need? What can I do to help build your business? And that's impressive to me because where we're at is what we always get is we get people asking us questions. And then it's almost like them telling me, how, well, that's not the way it needs to be done. Our answers are wrong. <laughs> yeah, our answers are wrong, yeah. but yet you're the one that's mm-hmm. asking me. Yeah. Not that we're right in everything, no. but when you're asking, you know, I mean, I was actually just talking to one of my mentors um, the other day, and I said that, I said, you know, I don't always listen to everything that you say, but I do take into account what you say, and 
I have to, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm an older person now, you know, 20 years ago when we started, I probably listened to them a whole lot more, but now I'm able to be able to think through the process and say, okay, no, I can make this decision and, you know, I'm going to have to live with it for the good or the bad. Mm -hmm. But I think that's where, kind of where we're starting is I want people to understand that when you ask for advice, it's not easy. And I don't ever, like, I know that we reference that a lot, and this isn't a a sob story or a, oh, look how awesome we are because of the struggles we've been through, because it's just part of the story. It's just part of what has made us who we are today. And like we've said multiple times, I don't think that we took the easiest road to get we to where not. we're at, but it's what we knew. What, where I still we don't were, know that we do it the easiest we way. Don't we don't we, we were ref, uh, referring to that last week, yeah. where it's like... I mean, and it came down to the someone getting locked out of their apartment, mm-hmm. and I was frustrated because we do have some systems in place, but it's it's frustrating because it's not perfect yet. Yeah, and so we reference, you know, our journey because that's the paradigm we have. And so when someone's asking our advice, I can't tell them any other way than the way that you and I have gone about this. And so I think one of the main things that we run into so much and is people asking, and we have a conversation. I mean, you and I will sit down and talk with anyone for any length of time. We th- This is our life. But yet, people are so unteachable. Like, they don't really want to hear what you have to say. They want to hear, well, how do I get to the end? And Because I mean, it's and, not that get-rich-quick scheme. It's, it's not. It's, I mean— I, I think we told the story of the third flip that we bought where I had put 50 postcards on that door because we were fixing up the house across the street. 50 postcards, yeah. and the guy finally says, I got your postcards. I'd like to talk to you. That wasn't easy. Every day I had to come in. I wrote a note and everything. It's not easy, but it's the way that I did it. So I can only give advice from, like you said, from our paradigm. And I think that what people have to realize and we've talked some about this before, is you have to make sure that real estate is what you want. And that's no going in. Obviously, this is, I feel like if you want to get into real estate, it's absolutely worth it. If you're going to ask us that, yes, it is. It has been a long you know, journey, but yes, it is absolutely worth it. But no, why? What is your motivation? And why do you want to do this? Because if it is, well, I want to buy a house and next week I want to be making all kinds of money. Well, then this, that might not be the right road for you. But if you're looking for, I just want an investment opportunity. I want something for down the road. I do want to start building cash flow. If that is your goal, that's fine. No, it's not going to happen overnight, but absolutely. Yes. But don't expect to sit down, have one conversation, and get all this insight, and then turn around and become a millionaire in a month, because that's not the way this works. Essentially, they need to go home and do their homework. They need to go home and do their time of, and and not just us, I mean, anybody. There's so many sources out there. You know what? Go listen to people. When I started, you know, I mean, our fun was after we sold a flip, we'd go out to dinner, we'd go to Books A Million, and we would go buy a book on real estate, yeah. you know, and I would get the next yeah. harebrained idea yeah. of what we were going to do. And I, I think that's the thing that people are missing is that there is work on your side. When, when you get into real estate, 
you can't just depend. You can't have someone spoon feed you. You know, we were talking about our diet and us trying to eat healthier and stuff. It's been a huge struggle. I mean, for you and I, we've been dealing with it for a year and a half and we're terrible, but we don't blame somebody else. And when I talked to my trainer the other day, I just told her, I was like, you know, this is on me. I'm, I'm the one that's got to make the decisions. And I think it's in anything, you know, our son's going to college. He's fighting through right now, his first year of college, anything worth having is worth a fight. And you can't just expect it to be given to you. And I think that's something that I want to get across to people is to understand you've got to know that you want want to do real estate. That's the number one thing. This can't just be a half-hearted thing. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to have to fight and you're going to have failure. Failure happens. And that's where you learn. But get your resources. If it is sitting down and having a conversation with us. We are just one resource. Talk to several people, several successful investors in several different classes that have done a lot of different things. Find resources in books and online. And I think that's part of the problem is all of us have become so accustomed to everything being at our fingertips that everything should be like that. But it's not. And any job you're working at, you don't get promoted every month or all of a sudden just because you decide that's what you want. You work for it. You work for that promotion and to move ahead. If it's a side gig, I mean, now network marketing is huge. And I think it's a great industry to be in if that's what you want to do. But that takes work. It's not, oh, let me go sign up and put something on social media and I'm going to make all kinds of money. And we've gotten so programmed to this instantaneous gratification that everything's supposed to come so easy. And it's just not. And find your resources. You don't just have one, have several. Talk to a lot of people. Get a lot of different points of view. And I think going back, what you're saying is going back to like what Ash said, you know, what can I do for you? You know, make sure that you are doing things to advance. So you come talk to us or you have another mentor. You know what? Take steps. You might hit a brick wall every time that you're going. But if you're at least taking some action, I think that's one of a, a big problem with people is people don't want to take the action. They don't. And, to to then, actually follow through with something. So start, you know, if your mentor says, hey, go research this or go mm-hmm. do this, go do it. Don't expect them to do it for you. This is your real estate journey. Exactly. We've already had our real estate journey. Yeah. We're trying to help you find that freedom and you to find that. So make mm-hmm. sure that you're, back to what you said, being teachable, make sure that you're being teachable. Make sure that you're the one that's pushing, that's advancing the, these thoughts. You know, when you find something, you know, maybe you present it to me and or to your whoever your whoever. mentor is, you know, and say, hey, you know, I saw this, this, and this. What do you think about that? That means that you're putting in that time. And when, when you do hit a brick wall or it doesn't go as planned, don't automatically point the finger at everyone else and, and be like, well, they did this wrong or it's not. Look inward and be like, okay, something fell apart here. What role did I play in that? How can I say, how can I do this different next time so I get a better outcome? You know what? There are so many factors in every real estate deal 
that can make it go good or bad that mm-hmm. are that are out of your control. But what is in your control? What can you do different? What can you look at? You know, be willing to take some personal responsibility and say, you know what, maybe I didn't handle that one right. Or maybe I didn't do this in a timely manner. Maybe I didn't do my due diligence and I didn't re- research enough to know this particular property. And that's okay. That's, that is, that's, that's going learning. to happen. That I mean, you, the thing that you say is your due diligence. You know what? There are times that I've just made decisions and bought stuff. And after I've bought it, I'm like, oh, shoot, I should have looked at that a little closer. Yeah. You know, I had enough buffers in there at different spots. You know, it might have been our budget or it might have been the sales price or whatever that we were able to work through it. But that is a an awesome point is, you know, just make sure that you're doing your due diligence. Make sure that you're taking responsibility. And when it doesn't go right and you didn't, be like, okay, I should have done that better. Yeah. And no, next time I won't make the same because mistake Because that makes again. you who you are. That mm-hmm. makes you, oh, I will never, like, this isn't a necessarily a bad thing, but the, the last flip that we did, this is probably the third one that we've kind of had on a main road. Mm-hmm. That has been something that we have learned that on a main road, it does not sell as quickly. It does People not. People do not like that. Mm-hmm. So now that's kind of one of my things that when I go look at a property, I can say, okay, this is on a main road, so maybe I need to do a 10% price reduction because it's going to be a little harder to sell. Yeah. Taking personal responsibility. You know, we we were able to work through it. We took a little hit on the price, and that's just part of it. But take that responsibility in every aspect of what you're doing. When you're, when you're hooking up with a mentor, when you're looking at properties, when you make a mistake, it's just part of it. Along with that... And this has been one thing that you and I have talked a lot about recently, especially, is, you know, it's hard to find people to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is. Um, if it's a contractor, if it's individuals, a handyman, maintenance people, it doesn't matter. It's hard. Yep. Um, I think truly for me, I think it's actually one of the hardest aspects. Thank goodness we've had a few very good people that has worked with us for a long time yeah. that I've kind of personally trained. But... The thing is, is I think it's very important when you're getting new into real estate is make sure that you're finding people and you're not essentially stealing other people's workers. You're not... um, Build your own network. And that takes work. Again, it takes work. It takes time. It takes research. It takes going through multiple people until you find the right one. But... Well, let's stop on that. Us personally. Yeah. Last summer, we tried two different contractors. We did. We had to fire both of them. And each house, it cost us about 10 grand. It did. We had to go back and redo and fix it. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, that stinks. It was very, very frustrating. It was very frustrating. Because the thing is, is we did have crews that we knew could take care of that stuff, but we were doing multiple, multiple jobs. Projects. Yeah. And so... When we got to that point of, okay, let's hire this guy and it cost us 10 grand, that was extremely frustrating. It was, but we learned. And so the next time we kind of vetted a little bit differently and maybe not giving them as big of a job, started with something smaller to where if it wasn't going to go well, we weren't out as much up front. And then the guy that we now have as a kind of a second crew now. That was, that's exactly what we did. We gave him, first of all, we gave him too big of a job to start with. Yeah. He worked through it and was doing okay. And then 
we turned around and gave him a couple smaller jobs, and he's working out really well. Yeah. Um, but that's that's one of the things that is a very big frustration to me is I have worked for 20 years establishing relationships, getting people to work for me. And then as you start telling people what you do, how you do it, the first thing they do is start calling your people. Yeah. Make sure that you are, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with them using some of the same people that I do, but just make sure that the saying is your net net worth is in your network. Mm -hmm. That's from buying deals that's from selling deals, and that's from how to get them fixed up. You know, make sure that you have those contacts and those connections yeah. that you can um, that you can make the phone call. That it's not having to go through somebody else. And know that part of a real estate portfolio is having a network because if it's a small network of I've got a title company, I have a realtor I work with, I have a pest control guy, and I've got a maintenance guy. That's all you need, even on a small scale, and that's totally fine. But go through and find who you work well with, who works well for your schedule and what you have. Don't just, hey, Dan, what? who do you use for this and who do you use for that? And, well, I'm going to go down your list and call all your folks because, you know, that's fine because, you know, we are all about sharing jobs and working because people, and that's fine. But what it comes down to is, you're not willing to put in some work to find some people yourself because this just seems like the easy way out. And it really, in the end, doesn't help you because you're not building your relationship yourself. And that is where you really start being able to move forward in multiple projects and using the same people over and over because I've built a relationship with you and you know how I operate. I know how you operate. The people that we work with consistently, they know what you expect on a finished project. They, When you walk into a new flip, they, oh, Dan's going to want this, this, and this because this is what we always do. It just makes everybody's life easier in the long run when you're working with people that you know and you know well and you've built a relationship with and established a good working relationship to be able to do these projects together. Correct. And I think that that is in every aspect from finding deals to funding deals to the fix-ups to the maintenance side of things is you have to establish – this is your business. You have to set this up. You can only take so much advice. And and I guess the other aspect that we talk some about is just stop making excuses. You know what? I don't care what the real estate market is. If you talk to people that are in real estate right now, that are successful in real estate, Mm -hmm. don't talk to the realtor that's just sold one or two houses. Talk to an investor that's been doing this for 20 years. When is a good time to buy? Right now. It's the right time to buy all All the time. The The key is, is to understand your deal. Mm -hmm. Is, you know, if, if interest rates are up, you're going to have to buy a cheaper deal. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to establish your business and make sure that you're finding deals, make sure that you're being it. Because the thing is, there's a certain point that you can only 
depend on somebody else. You know, if you're going to keep on advancing and doing things, you have to learn how to do this yourself. Mm -hmm. You have to get out there and learn how to grind, learn how to find these deals. Now, does it mean that they have to follow what we have done? No. Absolutely not. We took a long time. We've talked about that. We've been up front. I'm, in fact, we're doing things differently with our, our boys that they can do things differently than the way that we've done it mm-hmm. from our experience. So is there ways to do this faster? There absolutely is. But you've got to go out there and you've got to do it. You have got to put the work in. And I think that's that's the thing that we've just constantly go back to is people want what we have, but they're not willing to put the work in. It's not easy. It wasn't easy when I was working at the fire hall, and then I'd come home, change my clothes, and go work. It, it's not easy. Is it worth it? Is it rewarding? Yes, it is, mm-hmm. but it is it is hard work. And I'm not saying the physical side. I mean, it, the side of going and looking at deals, mm-hmm. you know, analyzing deals. I remember when we first got into storage, I would come sit up in the office and it was eight o'clock at night, and I'm struggling through it and struggling through it so I could email it to Mike to let Mike look at it and see if it made sense. Yeah. And it was just, you just got to learn to fight. You can't give up. And, and you know, one thing that I have said recently, just kind of putting some things together, um, you know, to kind of do like a guidebook and stuff, is just never giving up. That real estate was the direction that I was going and I was never going to give up. I just couldn't give up. And oh no, I guess that was kind of my passion that, you know, when we started talking about this this episode, and I hope that it didn't come across as, you know, being rude, but it's just sometimes, guys, you've got to step in. Just get your hands dirty and get started. Know that you're gonna make mistakes. But you're going to you're, fail. You're Prepare. going to make mistakes, but know up front. And you know, yes, get advice, get a specific deal and go ask advice. And Absolutely. but just get in there because you learn by doing. And just the more you do, the more you're going to learn, the more you're going to be exposed to things. Because hearing something is one thing, but actually doing it and seeing it yourself is a total different aspect of I love of what learning. you just said. You said, get a deal and let somebody look at it. You know, there is a difference between having a deal. Or a possible deal. It might be garbage. Oh, yeah. But if you could come to me and say, hey, I found this house. This is kind of what I figured out. What do you think? That's a whole lot better than a bunch of hypotheticals mm-hmm. that you've you know, heard your friend's grandma talking about. <laughs> Actually have something that you can present. Yeah. Because once again, that shows that you're putting some effort into it, that you're not just hoping to make, you know, $60,000 on a flip or a million dollars on a, on a storage deal, and you've done nothing. Yeah. You know, you've got to put that, that effort in, and you've got, and this is where it becomes easier too. You know, when we first started, we'd go to a flip and we'd write everything down from each screw to each piece of sheetrock and all this kind of stuff. Now I can walk into a house and I can be within, you know, probably five grand at most, and I can make a decision within, you know, five minutes of, yeah. am I going to buy this or am I not? Yeah. Now, obviously, I'm going to go back and kind of do a little more detailed, but I can make those decisions and put the property under contract. Yeah. That doesn't come that doesn't by come me calling my mentor and <laughs> saying, hey, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. It, it comes down to you 
taking responsibility and creating your business for yourself. Yep. Yep. I agree. So, so uh, is there anything else? I know that's been a, my rant the last week. <laughs> so well, I just wanted to kind of talk about it and, and get that out there. I do want to say, like we have said multiple times, you know what? I'm, I'm willing to talk and sit down with anyone that wants to do it and, you know, but just what I would encourage anybody, just just jump in. If this is really what you want to do and you've you've thought about this and you know kind of what to expect and what all this is going to, just jump in. And you know what? Ask questions along the way and be willing to just say, you know what? I didn't maybe do the best thing this time, but I'll learn and it'll be great next time. So, so it's funny that you say that because I was just flipping through Facebook this morning. Starting without complete clarity is more effective than waiting for complete clarity before starting. Yet many people have this uh, reversed, which often leads to not starting at all. I think that is exactly just jump into the game. You know, my thing is get into the game. Yeah. Even if it's a base hit, who cares? Yep. Get into the game. Get into the game. I agree. So, so all, right. all right. Well, we'll talk soon. <laughs>